Welcome to The Data Coach, a podcast about how data plus people equals a data-driven culture. You'll hear from me, Lorena Vasquez, a passionate data lover and advocate for data-driven organizations, and now your data coach. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Data Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Lorena Vasquez, and I'm so excited to bring you the next series, Data Engineering 101. If you recall from my Not All Data Teams Are Created Equal episode, I talked about data engineering. It holds a special place in my heart because that's what I did for quite some time. This was when data engineering wasn't even a role. Back then, it was just a software engineer on the back end or data systems. In this first episode of the Data Engineering 101 series, I'm going to talk about data engineering fundamentals. I want to make sure that regardless of your technical experience, we're all on the same page when it comes to terminology and the skill set of data engineers. I don't want you to feel overwhelmed with technical jargon. I want you to embrace it and from today's episode, feel comfortable in understanding the world of data engineering. You don't need to understand how to implement anything I'm going to say today. But when you're in a room with data engineers, your chief data officer, your head of data, your VP of data engineering, whatever the technical data title may be, that you can hold your own. So let's get started. Data engineering, what is it? It is the software engineering practice that is focused on data management from creating automated processes that ingest data, which means take data from one source and put it somewhere else, to shaping or transforming the data into a usable state for end users, such as data analysts and data scientists. Depending on the organization, the roles of data engineering may vary. You will see data engineers that are responsible for everything. That's data pipelines, data infrastructure, database management, and analytics. In others, you will see data engineers only be pipeline creators with limited domain responsibilities. However large and vast the responsibilities may be, Data engineering is essential in a data-driven organization. Now, I had the privilege of building out a data engineering team. And one of the things we did after the team was built was to create a mission for our team. Our mission was to enable a data-driven culture at our company by efficiently providing reliable and trustworthy data across the organization by maintaining and improving pathways of data pipelines. We knew what we did, what we were responsible for, but we needed to ensure that everyone else knew that as well. We shared our mission and strategic objectives with our stakeholders and business partners. And not because we wanted to be proud of how well we worked together, but because we wanted there to be clarity. As I mentioned before, 
data engineering is a relatively new term. I was searching on the internet for the inception of this role because it wasn't until a few years ago that I had even heard of it. A search on Google Trends shows that worldwide, the term data engineer didn't pick up until 2015. That's only five years ago. Further searching, and I found that data engineering is on the number eight spot of LinkedIn's 2020 U.S. Emerging Jobs Report. LinkedIn wrote this about data engineering on that report. It said, the hiring growth rate of professionals in this emerging job has increased by nearly 35% since 2015, and industries from retail to automotive are snapping up this hard-to-hire talent. Interestingly, Amazon Web Services has emerged as one of the top skills held by data engineers, something that didn't show up in our analysis of professionals who held this role in 2015. Quite interesting to see that. We know that the rise of cloud computing has the need for cloud computing skills and experts. I'm not surprised with AWS, which is an acronym for Amazon Web Services, to show up as a top skill. AWS has the largest market share in cloud computing with 30%. Now, we also see that data engineering is also important in companies that have all their systems, quote unquote, on-premise or also not in the cloud. I mentioned already some of the responsibilities of a data engineer. So let's dive a little deeper. A data engineer uses programming languages such as Python to automate the processing of data. This processing can consist of cleaning up bad data, transforming that data into a different shape, aggregating large data sets, and in the world of big data, it could mean taking data from unstructured formats like data that's created by IoT devices and molding that data into something that can be consumed by data analysts and data scientists. Now, while we're on the topic of big data, let's define this buzzword. Big data is defined as data that is high in volume, velocity, and or variety, which means we are getting data that is constantly changing, that we have a lot of, and in different formats. Data engineers take these data sets and create what we call data pipelines. Think of plumbing in your house. You have pipes that connect to your town's water system or a well, and then you know those pipes, they pipe water throughout your home. Maybe for some of the pipes, you even have filtration systems before you even use that water. In that same vein, data engineers connect pieces of code to source systems like your order management systems, ERP, supply chain systems, and other data sources to then send that data to somewhere else. And that could be a data lake. And a data lake is just a central repository, a location where all your data is stored in its original format. That data could also be sent to databases owned and controlled by your company. 
automating that process or better said, scheduling that process can be done through various tools. Simple ones like Cron, open source systems like Airflow and Luigi, to third-party tools like Fivetran and Matillion, all of which allow a data engineer to access you know, data more frequently or when that data is available. After that data is in your database systems or in your data lake, data engineers may use various techniques to model that data for further usage by data analysts, data scientists, and business users. For organizations in which data engineers are building out a data warehouse, understanding the domain, the business use cases, and the reporting needs is such a critical skill set for a data engineer. It's not enough to have data engineers that know how to code. You also need data engineers that have great communication skills. Data modeling for the business is very different than data modeling for an application. When modeling data, and in simple terms, this is just how the tables are structured in your database. When modeling for applications, we look for speed. And that can mean we are storing a lot of numbers because applications are just computers, right? And they can process numbers much faster than words. But for business users, a value of let's say five in a status field doesn't mean anything without business descriptions tied to it. For data engineers, modeling for business reporting and data needs, you know, they have to think like a business person, understanding business impact and risk, but also thinking as an engineer and ensuring that the code that is being written is reusable, scalable, and performant. I haven't mentioned one critical skill that data engineers need to know, and I wanted to leave that last, and that is SQL. SQL is an acronym for Structured Query Language. It is the standard way by which you can communicate with a structured database. For unstructured data sets, there is no one-size-fits-all. Um, it kind of all depends on the type of unstructured or semi-structured data that you are accessing. SQL is an important skill set, and it is one that can be easily learned. SQL is also used by data analysts and data scientists, and I have also seen business users write their own SQL code. So, you know, it's actually for everyone. I've covered so far the toolbox that these data engineers, or back to my earlier analogy, plumbers, use on a daily basis. Talked about cloud computing systems or on-premise systems. There is a programming language, Python, scheduling tools, and a query language like SQL. There are various techniques or frameworks that data engineers use. In this series on data engineering, I'll cover a bit more detail on such techniques like the Extract, Transform, and Load Framework, which is also known as ETL, and its alternative, ELT. I'll also talk about real-time versus batch processing of data and a key component of data quality.
I hope you come back to hear more on the topic of data engineering. Let me know what you thought of today's episode on Twitter at The Data Playbook or on the website, thedataplaybook.com. The Data Coach is hosted by Lorena Vasquez. You can find more information about this podcast and your host on thedataplaybook.com slash thedatacoachpodcast. And don't forget to subscribe.